everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host, Bill, and today going to be talking about something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is baseball. The game of baseball is uh, going to be the main theme here, as this week we're going to take a look at Little League Baseball, and we're going to take a look at the boys in action as they, (laughs) well, the thing is, they don't want to play baseball, so they're going to try to end the season with the losing edge. That is the name of this week's episode. Um, Like I said in the last episode, there would be, you know, I... I played baseball when I was a kid, and I'm sure that some of you that are listening to this played baseball at some point in your childhood. At some point, you played the game of baseball. Um, I did for about five or six years uh, when I was a young lad, and um, I only ever played for one team, believe it or not. I played for... Um, I, I only played for my mom's school, uh, St. Mark's, um, and those were good times, and a little later on I'm going to talk about some stories, some of my favorite stories that I remember, um, because, b- believe me when I say this, some of the stuff you're going to hear you probably aren't going to believe, but it actually happened, so you, you're going to want to stay tuned for that a little later on. So, uh, with the baseball season, as of this recording right now, and by the time you guys are listening to this, not happening, this is probably going to be the only baseball coverage you're going to get for a while, right here on this show. So, let's get into this week's episode, The Losing Edge. The episode originally aired on April the 6th, 2005, that's usually about when the baseball season begins in early April, was written and directed by Trey Parker. So, our episode begins, where else? At the ballpark. The South Park boys are finishing up their baseball season as Stan is the starting pitcher of the team and Cartman is the catcher. So... So Randy, he's had a few drinks, and, you know, he's being the annoying, aggravating dad. Meanwhile, there's another dad, just a couple benches down, trying to be as annoying, and Randy ends up getting into the first of what will be many, many fights. And Stan sees this, and he's really embarrassed about it. So... The boys want this season to end. Stan throws the last pitch. It's a strike. South Park wins the game. The boys celebrate. The season is over. That is until their coach, which happens to be Butter's dad, tells them that they are going to the playoffs because they had the best record in their division. And they will be... They will continue to play. So... Stan explains to them that these games are sudden death elimination, which means once you lose one game, 
your season is done and Stan and them they come up with a plan that they're gonna lose the game on purpose so that way you know they don't have to play this boring game any longer meanwhile Randy joins the other dads as they're celebrating after he got uh, released from jail on a hundred dollar bond Wow I, I'm I'm sure that has gone up significantly since social media has come around and we see a lot of these fights at youth games and I'm, I'm gonna put my opinion on that um, a little later on there as well um so we go to the we go to the next game this game is against Fort Collins and the two teams meet up at the middle of the diamond and Stan tells them, look, we don't want to play this game. We don't want to play it. We want this season to end. I'm going to give you a list of all my pitches and in what order I'm going to do them. Well, that's a really good idea for Stan, except there's one problem. The other team doesn't want to win either. So we have this conundrum of, well, we want to lose as bad as they want to lose. So... We have that. Now, Now, Randy, he's going to get into his second fight of this episode with a Fort Collins dad. And he's like, what? I thought this was a free country. I thought this is America. Do whatever we want. It's so good. So, South Park wins the game. And their season continues. And this is where we start to get... A video montage of You're the Best by Joe Esposito. Now, this song famously is played during the uh, karate tournament in the first Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid movie uh, back in the mid-80s. Um, I'm going to tell you, honestly, the first time I ever heard this song, the first time I ever heard this song... Um, there's a wrestler by the name of Frankie Kazarian, who currently wrestles in All Elite Wrestling. He used this song as his theme when he was on the independent scene. And I just really liked the tone of it. I thought it was a really cool song. Um, now, what I noticed with this song being played, they're playing a little bit faster. They're playing this song a little bit faster than it's normally played. Because when you, when you hear the original song, and you know what, I, I think I'm going to pull up real quick the original. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up the original, and then I'm going to play the South Park version. Okay, so here is the original. This is, this is the main, this is You're the Best in the original version. Okay, that's the original. Here is the South Park version of the song. Now, before I kick your ass. Come on, let's 
Okay, so you probably notice in the two or in between the two, the second one is played just, it's sped up just a little bit more than when you're listening to the original. And I really don't know why that is. That always bothered me. Maybe in the show notes, maybe when we get to that, um, we'll find out. So, eventually, the boys have now made it to state championship. After all the wins and the kids throwing the game on purpose and Randy continuing the fight. And I mean, and I mean he's being, you know, he's being um, very diversified. I mean, he's even fighting Hispanic people. I thought it was America. I thought it was America. It's a free country. So, the boys are depressed. And the parents are excited. Now they get to play state. This is for the state championship. And the boys ask, well, what happens if we win? If they win, they're going to play on the national circuit all summer long. And the boys are so depressed. And Stan goes out and he's about ready to tell his dad. And dad's outside of the restaurant and he's looking up at the stars and he's like, wow, state championship. Never thought I'd make it. And, you know, Randy is thinking more on the side of, I'm going to really fight. I get to fight in the state championship. So, we get local news coverage as they are at Coors Field. Now, they don't say Coors Field in the episode. They say it's a major league stadium. But I do have Coors Field up here real quick. Coors Field is the home of the Colorado Rockies. Now, the Colorado Rockies, their first two years in the major leagues, they played games at Mile High Stadium, which is the which was the home of the Denver Broncos. Uh, ever since then, they've built a brand new Mile High, Mile High Stadium. Uh, Coors Field opened in 1995, two blocks from Union Station. Um, this stadium has been around for this this coming year is going to be the 25th year of Coors Field uh, playing or being in existence. Uh, open on April 26th, 1995, cost 300 million dollars to build at the time, which in today's um, economy would be 503 million dollars. Now they have uh, different nicknames for different parts of the ballpark, including Coors Canaveral, which is a reference to Cape Canaveral, and Williamsport, which is referring or is a mention to the Little League World Series. Um, and because they play in Denver, obviously the air is going to be really high, and this is a, you know, a lot of home runs get played, you know, they get hit a lot in this ballpark um but the ballpark has hosted more than just major league events obviously they've held a couple games of the world series back in 2007 and they held the 1998 major league all-star game now they've also had concerts here believe it or not they've only held five concerts ever which is very surprising i think i would think more people would uh 
hold more concerts here, especially during the summertime. But let me tell you who has played here. The Zac Brown Band has played here twice. They were the first performance ever, July 3rd, 2015, for the Jekyll and Hyde Tour. Uh, they were a sellout. They got 38,703 people to come to Coors Field. They had a revenue of $2.5 million. And then they came back two years later on July 29, 2017 for the Welcome Home Tour where they were able to get a little bit more people in. They got almost 40000 into the into the ballpark and a revenue of $2.8 million. In 2018, they had two concerts. June 28th was the Eagles and Jimmy Buffett. Wow, that must have been a concert right there. And then that July, July 21st, now, this would have been a show I would have gone to, Death, Leopard, and Journey, with the opening act being The Pretenders. Uh, they got almost 45,000 people to go to that. That is the attendance record for a concert at Coors Field, with a gate of $3.8 million. And last August, August 8th, 2019, Billy Joel performed at Coors Field, 44,744 uh, fans was the attendance. So, Def Leppard and Journey have the concert attendance record, but Billy Joel has the gate record at $5.6 million. Uh, they've also had three ice hockey games here. The first one was February 20th, 2016, when the Denver Pioneers, this is a college hockey game, the Denver Pioneers defeated the Colorado College Tigers 4-1. Six days later, an alumni game between the Colorado Avalanche and the Detroit Red Wings took place. The Avalanche alumni won the game 5-2. And then the next day was the 2016 NHL Stadium Series where the Detroit Red Wings defeated the Colorado Avalanche 5-3 in front of 50. The thousand fans at Coors Field. So, a lot of history has taken place in Coors Field. Now, so they're standing in front of the stadium. They're conducting this interview. They interview Stan first, and then Randy is interviewed about how, you know, some of the. Uh, he thinks that South Park's going to win and that Denver's going to lose. While this is going on, some of the Denver kids are talking to some of the South Park kids, and they're like, we don't want to win. We don't want to spend our summer going on. Then all of a sudden, we see a, well, I'm not going to say very, but he is a fat man in a Batman costume with a beer, and he's like, South Park's going down. And this is the appearance of Bat Dad. Now, what I didn't know was that Bat Dad is actually voiced by a special guest, Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader voices Bat Dad in this episode. Uh, Diedrich Bader is most famously known for playing Oswald on the Drew Carey Show, which lasted about 10 seasons, actually. It was from 1995 all the way to 2004. Um, and I, you know what? I was a fan of uh, the Drew Carey Show. They had some good seasons, and then, you know, towards the end, Towards the end, it got a, it wasn't as good, but it's it was still a good show. I, I enjoyed the Drew Carey show. 
So basically now Bat Dad is being led away and Randy Marsh is scared. So then we get this sort of homage to Rocky. We've had one earlier where Randy breaks a couple of eggs, puts some yolks in a glass, and he ends up making scrambled eggs. So Randy's in the stadium and he's depressed. And then somehow he goes to a beach. I don't... Are there beaches in Colorado? I'm sure there are, but... Anyway, so Randy is like, Sharon, I'm not going to the game. And Sharon's concerned. He's like, why are you not going to the game? And basically, you know, he's saying that he doesn't feel confident in fighting. And Sharon's like, you don't have to fight. You don't have to fight against every parent at the game. And it's a good, like, Rocky homage. It's done really well. So meanwhile, the boys are at the airport. And they've come up with an idea. Let's get the worst possible athlete. Let's get the worst athlete we could possibly find. And if we have him on the team, we're going to lose for sure. Well, Kyle makes a call. And Cousin Kyle makes his return. I'm back! So, now they are ready. They're ready to go. So we go to the stadium... Mm, pardon me. It is the championship game, and South Park is first up the bat, and Cousin Kyle is the first batter. Now, Cousin Kyle, uh, he takes a strike one looking, and then the second pitch, he takes a strike, and he complains, he almost hit me in the face. He was like three feet away. And then, now, now, and then the, the pitcher realizes that Kyle, Cousin Kyle, he's holding the bat towards the plate now cousin Kyle remember he's never done a, an athletic thing basically in his life and with his Barry Bonds bat how did he get a Barry Bonds bat anyway so the pitcher throws the ball directly at the bat and it's technically a hit and Kyle starts running and at one point he complains about how he has corns on his feet well, the Denver kids aren't doing anything. Kyle hits a ho inside the park home run. And the South Park team realizes, oh my god. Instead of getting the, we got the worst player, but they've been practicing to lose on purpose the entire time. I'm not really sure how that's possible. So we get a couple more clips of South Park not going their way. Butters accidentally catches a ball. Uh, they get enough. They get hit on hit at the play. They get a hit. They catch, strike out. South Park's winning this game. Meanwhile, Bat Dad, who's over there drunk, and he's like, "South Park sucks. They're going down." And there's no Randy. Randy's not there. So we get to the bottom half of the inning. This is the last half of the game. South Park's going to win the game. South South Park's going to win the game. They're going to go. They're going to win the state. They're going to go on. They're going to represent Colorado for the entire summer. And then all of a sudden, here comes Randy with like five beers in his uh, crate. And you know he sit. He starts to sit down and he's drinking some beers. And he's getting Bat Dad a little annoyed. And they start fighting. 
So as they're fighting, the South Park kids are depressed. They're like, "Oh my God, we're gonna we're gonna play all summer. Oh my God!" And the fight eventually goes out of the stands and into the bullpen of Coors Field. Now Randy takes a fall, and honestly, I don't think in real life if you've taken that fall, he would have lived. I really don't think that would have happened. So Bad Dad tries to jump and just falls drunkenly, and they keep fighting. Now, everyone is seeing this on the field. The kids are seeing it. The umpires are seeing it. And the umpires break this up, and they're like, All right, the next person that throws a punch, their team is disqualified. And Stan's like, That's it. Oh, my God. Come on, Dad. And... We get more of this Rocky montage, which is really well done. It's like, come on, Rock. You gotta hit him. And there's, you know, he sees Sheridan. He's like, come on, Randy. And then there's people chanting, Randy, Randy, Randy. And and the kids are chanting for Randy to come back. So Bad Dad thinks he's done it. He's done. But here comes Randy back up. And he continues the fight. And he continues the punches. And he keeps beating up Bat Dad. And... Because of this, South Park, who had like a 23-run lead in the game, is disqualified. They lose the game. Their season's over. Denver wins. And the South Park kids are celebrating. And the last words that Stan says to Randy before he goes to jail is, You're the best, Dad. And Randy does like the jump and they freeze midair. As they play the quick version of You're the Best Around. And that concludes The Losing Edge. Oh my goodness. Uh, what a fun episode this was. Back to back fun episodes. Um, so let's quickly go behind the scenes. And I'm going to discuss where the idea of this episode comes from. The problem with putting... This is the behind-the-scenes part. The problem with putting the kids in uniforms was that without their distinctive hats and clothes, they all looked the same. A great deal of time was spent subtly tweaking their outfits so that viewers could tell them apart. Okay, that, that makes sense. Totally understand. So where did the idea of this episode come from? This episode sprang from a general consensus among the writing staff that the boys would look cute in baseball uniforms. The kids' aversion to baseball is shared by Trey and Matt, who never really got into America's pastime. Um, I'm going to say this. This was a fun episode to watch. Um, after the unbelievable episode the previous week, which ends up winning them the Emmy. This is such a fun episode. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm gonna. Get, this is gonna get a high rating for me. I'm gonna give this. This is a strong nine. It's almost a ten, but I gotta go with a nine. It's a very, very strong nine in as an for as far as this episode is concerned. So, um, some more production notes. The choice to go ahead with a baseball-themed episode did create some problems animation-wise, as most of the children looked nearly identical wearing the same uniforms. A lot of time was spent on ensuring that each character was distinguishable 
from each episode. For example, Butters and Stan look identical with the same attire. To rectify this, Stan's hair is more prominent than Butters, and Butters has a speaking line early. The episode's plot was originally going to be used in Best Friends Forever, but was put on hold when they came up with an episode based on the Terry Schiavo case instead, which, if you haven't heard, you can go back in the archives to check out. According to the DVD commentary, uh, this was, quote, a very a really really hard episode to do because sports episodes in general aren't easy but also because the teams are trying to lose because they are trying to lose on purpose new rules are needed which makes it different from any actual sport the character of bad dad made it easier for parker and stone however as if it got too difficult they could cut the bad dad okay now i i, I want to say I'm, we're going to get to IMDb in a little bit. My opinion on parents fighting at youth sporting events is this. It's ridiculous. It's a kid's game. It, you know, when I played baseball and basketball, I, I did eventually play basketball, there was never a fight. There was not one fight that I ever saw between parents. Now today, these parents, they're coming out, and they're fighting over the smallest things. It is stupid, it is ridiculous, it is embarrassing, not only to the kids, but to the entire, community, the entire communities as well. I think, because, you know, there are a few times a year where you get videos of parents fighting each other. If parents are caught on video fighting, and it doesn't matter if it's against an umpire or a referee or other parents or even the kids themselves, they should be banned for life from attending any youth sporting event in their town. They should be banned for life because not only are they sending a bad message to the kids, but they're sending a or they're representing a bad image of the town that they represent. I think it is a joke. I think it is ridiculous that these parents are allowed and they're able, you know, and, and then going after the umpire and the referee. Look, we're human. We are human beings. We're going to make mistakes. We're not, you know, these referees are not going to be in the NFL. They're not going to be in the NBA or Major League Baseball or the NHL. They don't have the affordability of instant replay. They don't. Just let them be. If they make a mental mistake, they make a mental mistake. Otherwise, shut up, sit your ass in the chair, and watch your kid play the damn game. Let's go to IMDb. Uh, over 2,100 people actually rated this episode, and the average rating is an 8.7 out of 10. This is really close to that 9. 709 people rated this a 10. 601 people rated this a 9. That's going to be the episode I give it. Uh, for this week is a 9. 438 people gave it an 8. 42 people gave it a 1. Interesting. Uh, 1,500 males voted, and the average rating there is an 8.7. Its highest demographic is actually a tie with the under-18 group and the 18-29 to 29 group, both rating in an 8.8 .8 average. Meanwhile, for females, uh, 8.5 is the average rating with its highest demographic, Going back to the 45 and over, their rating, their average rating, 
is a 9.3. So very, this is a very popular, very positive episode, I really think. Uh, we have some reviews to talk about, so let's uh, dive into them. And I think we're going to start with the earliest one, which is from John Michael Two, who wrote, Sports films are probably my least favorite films of all. Only Bend It Like Beckham got a 10 from me. So I was delighted to see this episode spoof all those lame sports films, as well as satirizing the crazy parents that get into fights during Little League games. The basic plot is that the South Park boys are sick of baseball, so they try to lose their playoffs so they can spend their summer doing other things. But, much to their chagrin, all the other teams are thinking the same thing. Meanwhile, Randy Marsh fights a dad from the opposing team every single game. This episode is very funny. It's nice to finally see a sports piece that doesn't take itself seriously, even if it's merely a 20-minute TV episode. Parker and Stone hit out of the ballpark with this one. Uh, next review is from Raindog Jr., who writes, Two tournaments we see in this terrific episode from Season 9. Awesome season so far. Actually, I gotta agree with Raindog Jr. After that first episode, this has become a really good season up to this point. There you have the boys playing baseball during their summer, and, and there you have Stan's dad, Randy, having his own tournament. He fights at every game of the boys with against another trash-talking father. So, if we think certainly the tournament of Randy is way more exciting, however, this time baseball is not as we know it. This time the objectives are others. Here the team that lose is the team that will be happy and satisfied. It's all between kids and we see a very nice baseball tournament. Once, Homer Simpson could not drink any beer, and at a baseball game, he finally realized that baseball is actually an extremely boring game. I think you can't argue that. Personally, I love football, soccer, and I don't really have a big taste for any don't miss the playoffs and the... Or, I'm sorry, I skipped a line. And I don't really have a big taste for any other sport, yet I do enjoy sometimes basketball and American football. For sure, I don't miss the playoffs and the Super Bowl. But ironically, the sport that I played formerly when I was a kid was baseball. But now for me, it is together with golf, which is the worst sport, the most boring game you could play or watch. Then I understand the feel of Cartman, Kyle, Kenny, Stan, Butters, and the rest of the boys when they are about to play baseball for the rest of the summer. Excuse me. Certainly, if they keep winning and they do win a lot, and that's like a curse. So yes, they play to lose just like every other team. It's really funny and is great when they play against Denver, and not only because of the annoying Bat Dad for the state championship, since the team of Denver trained very well to lose, and damn, they were really good at that. And that the South Park team has Kyle's cousin, Kyle, playing with them will not be, or will, with them will be not make the Denver team the winners, but Randy will be there, basically the savior, we also see nice references to Rocky, even Mickey appears, and thanks to Randy, the winners of South Park will not play more baseball in the summer. Terrific episode. He gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Um, he also puts in the mini-commentary, Trace says the whole idea started with the brilliant concept of wouldn't the boys be cute in baseball outfits? Oh, and, and was hilarious that the trash-talking Mexican dad from Pueblo, Colorado didn't speak very well Spanish. Viva la Pueblo! Oh my. Uh, next is from Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, 
The Losing Edge is a great South Park episode. It spoofs many different sports films such as Rocky. The episode has the boys playing baseball. They do not want to play baseball and are mad when they get accepted to compete in the finals. They decide to lose on purpose so they will not have to play baseball anymore. However, all the other teams are trying to lose as well and are much better at it than they are. Eventually, they get Kyle's cousin to be on their team in hopes they will lose. Meanwhile, Randy starts getting drunk and fighting with other dads at Little League games. However, he meets his match when another dad who gets extremely drunk at games decides to fight him. The Losing Edge is a great and funny South Park episode with many sports movie references. Final review is from CMT330 who wrote, This is by far one of the best episodes. All the South Park boys are the best baseball players, but they don't want to be as they hate baseball. They keep trying to lose, but all the other teams also want to lose, and everyone else is better at losing than the South Park boys team. Meanwhile, Randy purposely gets in fights with all the other competitive baseball dads. At the end of every fight, he gets taken away by the police and says, This isn't America! I thought this was America! As he's drunk. Now, I'm not as much as a Randy fan, I still love him as everyone else is, but he's a reason why this might be the best episode ever. This episode also marks the return of Kyle's cousin, Kyle, and Kenny is shown without his hood on for most of the episode. Okay, honestly, I completely missed where Kenny was. If you want to show someone South Park for the first time, show them this. If they don't get offended easily, then they'll love it. It also shows spoofs of the Rocky series and the Karate Kid. Yeah, I completely missed Kenny in that episode. I really don't know where he is. Um, okay, so real quick, I, I, I wanted to talk about um, when I played baseball. I, I played baseball for like four years, four or five years. And I had a coach for two years in a row. It was a parent's dad. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to embarrass... Uh, the person or his father it seemed like all the freaking time when we did practice because we practiced like twice a week the coach would pitch the ball because up to a certain point in, in this league that i played in um the parent or the adults would pitch for the kids i kid you not Every time I went to bat, at least one time I would get hit and it would always be on the side by the hip. It was like every single time. And it really got me for a long time. Like it would be to the point where I'm like, oh God, I, you know, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be at bat. I don't, I'm going to get hit. So then my last year playing baseball, my dad was the coach. Um, the first game, I never forgot this as long as I live. The first game of the season, we are losing. It We're going to lose the game. So it's the last half of the inning, and I'm up to bat. I'm, I'm the first at bat for this half inning. I am practicing my swing. I don't see my dad coming up. I, I don't see my dad coming to me. He comes over to me, and he whispers to me, and I Word for word, I never forget this as long as I live. When you go up to bat, I want you to hit the shit out of the ball. Word for word, that's what he said. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm playing for my mom's like Catholic school, and he said this to me. 
<laughs> well, I managed, I managed to go up, and I did hit the shit out of the ball. I got a double out of that hit. <laughs> um, and then, um, the last game I played was that same season. Because after that, I, I was done. I was done with baseball. Because I was merely more afraid of getting hit by the ball. And I mean, those balls, those, those little white baseballs, if you've never played them, they're hard. They're hard. So, the sun is coming down. It's the last game of the year. And we're down a run. And this is the last half of the inning. This is, this is going to be the end of the game. I'm the last batter because of the sun. I, I never really got why. Well, in a way I do, but then again, I really don't. So I'm the last batter. No matter what happens, this game's going to end with me at the plate. So I come up. First pitch is a wild ball. Pass ball. And, you know, playing baseball over the years, one of the rules is you got to move out of the box. So the tying run comes from third. The winning run advances to third. So it's like, okay, it's a tied game. Worst that could happen if I did swing the ball and got it out is the game ends in a tie, basically. Next pitch, the second pitch comes to me. And it's called a strike. It just barely grazes the plate. So I'm like, all right, I got a one-on-one count on me. Third pitch, wild ball, passes the catcher, the winning run comes home, we win the game. And I joked to my dad, and I joked to my dad about this like a year or two ago, like, you know, I'm the only person probably in the history of baseball to have won a game without ever leaving, without my bat ever leaving my shoulder, because <laughs> we were watching a game once, and he's like, you can't win the game with the bat on the shoulder, damn it, and I'm like, dad, I did that once, <laughs> remember? <laughs> but no, um, and the best part of it for me was, yeah, we, you know, the season ended in May, you know, it wasn't an actual, well, it was a little league, but it wasn't an actual little league, little league. But the best part of it was playing with my friends. Oh my gosh. Just playing with them, being with them. Because I didn't go to the school. You know, I, I was at another school. But my but they knew me when I was little. They knew my mom. You know, we got along great. Those were fun times. Those, those were fun times to have. Huh. Well, on that note, uh, let's wrap it up for this week. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. You can join our Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. All you got to do is type that in in the search bar on Facebook, and you are right there. And if you can't find it, it's okay. I post the link in the description of each and every episode, so you can copy and paste the link. All right, well, next time we've uh, we got a very serious situation to deal with. Because uh, next week, it's the death of Eric Carmen. I know this is this is gonna be a hard episode to this is gonna be a hard episode to deal with, but we can make it. We can make it. So next week, uh, next week's episode is the death of Eric Cartman. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode, and thank you for listening to my tales of playing baseball when I was a youth. And come back here next week. 
for another episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast.